Welcome, everybody, to the JK Sports Podcast. I'm Juan. And I'm Kyle. And uh, coming to you live after uh, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl week. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. I mean, Super Bowl already happened, so we are uh, post-Super Bowl. The parade, Super Bowl parade was actually today, Kyle. Have you seen the clips? Were, were you privy to this before our pod to, today? I was not privy, but I did... Um, yeah, I mean, I saw a couple messages from some people saying about the Tom Brady stuff, and I looked online for a couple videos. He was saucy. I, You know, Tom Brady's life, it's very easy to be jealous of, just in general. But after today, it's so hard not to love him and be super jealous of his life. Love him? Oh. The L word. I mean, what is not to like about Tom Brady? He was partying down today, throwing the Lombardi trophy, drunk, can't even walk. That was crazy that he threw the trophy. So they're having a boat parade, for those of you that don't know. I'm sure you already know, our listeners know. Boat parade, he throws it across. From one boat to the other. From one boat to another, to Gronkowski. They're in the river in Tampa at the boat parade, going down the river, out to the channel, out to the bay. Just tossing Lombardi trophies. After what he says was some margaritas, I'm happy for him. You know, maybe. Or some tequila. I guess not really yeah. margaritas. Tequila is the cleanest liquor, so it makes sense that that's what he's Yeah, no car. You know, he, he's got to keep his shape. Keep it light, keep it tight. But, yeah, you know, Brady's like, I got six of these at home. Like, what's yeah. number seven? Right. His kids are with him. He doesn't care. He's seven and three in the Super Bowl. He's been to the Super Bowl ten times, Kyle. There's been how many Super Bowls? Fifty-five? That was Super Bowl fifty-five or fifty-six, one of those. I mean, I just think 20. about that. One in every he has the potential to be in one in every five Super Bowls. Crazy, huh? Ever. It is crazy. And I feel like it's been a, a large part of my uh, sports anatomy like my makeup because he's been 2001 was the first year they won yep so the last 20 years of my life i've been watching brady in the super bowl it's pretty hard to believe yeah you know i've been this whole week when i was at the gym looking at a little little tv i was trying to figure out can you name out loud all the teams that tom brady has beaten in the super bowl Let's so let, let's talk the losses, right? You okay. can probably do well, the losses. Well, hold on. I think I can. Can, can, I, can I try? Yeah, go for it. All right. So they beat the Rams. Rams. The greatest show on turf. Yep. That was the first one. Um, I know they beat the Eagles when McNabb threw up on the field. Yep. Um, they obviously beat the Falcons, the greatest comeback ever. Yeah. They uh, beat the Chiefs, obviously. Yep. They beat the, let's see, they were beat by the Giants twice, and they were beat by the Eagles. Yep, Nick Foles. The, uh, do you know who threw the touchdown pass to Nick Foles? Um, he was a fellow Gator, right? Trey Burton. Trey Burton, the yeah. Philly special. Philly special. All right, so I've got four. I, I now five. So it's got to be the early ones. <gasps> That's who the other ones um, Man, I don't know. Go ahead and tell me so I don't it's it'll be poor listening. All right, so you've got four, right? So let's Hold on. You got the Tampa one. 
just now, right? And you're saying you got the Rams. So he won. Six. Oh, the Rams. Yeah, sorry. I. You got I, the Rams. So the Rams are twice. Oh, yes. Because I, I said the Rams. You, you beat the St. Louis Rams. Right. And the Los right. Angeles Rams. Right, right, right. So that's a. Okay, okay, okay. Um, there, you got the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And you got the Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Jake Cam Newton. Jake Del Holmes. No. Jake Del Holmes. Oh, the early Panthers. The early Panthers. Because you're thinking Cam Newton was um, Peyton Peyton Manning. Manning. Yes. But Jake Del Holmes. That's right. I forgot about that. And that was a good game. Did it come down to a field goal? I think so. At the very end? I'm pretty sure. That's right. Del Holmes. That's hard to believe he made it to a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Jake. Yeah, he was a good quarterback. Um, oh, and then, okay, so you've got Rams twice. You've got the Panthers. You've got the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, you said the Seahawks? No, they didn't beat the Seahawks. They did beat the Seahawks. They did, the intercept, Malcolm it, Butler. Malcolm interception. Butler, That was the one we're missing. That's five. That's right. And then the right? Chiefs. The Chiefs with Bucks, There's so he has seven Super Bowls. Oh my goodness! There's so many; it's hard to keep track of all of them. There's one more Super Bowl. Who am I missing? Um, oh, the Falcons. You said the Falcons. Oh yeah, the Falcons. Okay. See, it's that. Isn't that crazy though? We literally, <laughs> we can't even name all of them. It's hard to keep track of all of them. And the losses are the Eagles and the Giants. Yeah, twice. Can you believe Eli Manning? Eli freaking Manning beat Brady twice in a Super Bowl. The most clutch quarterback of all time gets beat twice by Eli Manning. Is it crazy that I think I like Tom Brady more now, and and I can't figure out why? And I think it's probably Belichick, because he's not with Belichick. Yeah, and I, you know, this is the like LeBron factor. The people who hate on LeBron, and you know, the LeBron MJ you, thing. For the record, are you a LeBron hater? No, no, I've always been a LeBron back from the beginning. <laughs> So I don't even I don't day even one get, day one LeBron. Well, the people who hated on him when he was leaving Cleveland and went to Miami, I'm like, oh okay, he raised a couple million dollars yeah. for the Boys and Girls Club, like, and people were hating on that. Like, get out of here. The kid was like, oh, I mean, twenty. He had ninety million dollars when he was eighteen. Yes. With for a Nike contract. Yes. He didn't go to college. He never moved away from home. Like, yeah. give the kid a break. He's never been in trouble ever. Uh, up to that and, point, when he had the decision and went to Miami. Which I think was like 2004 or something, five. Sounds about right. Um, the worst thing he had done, no, 2004 no, is when he started. Yeah, yeah, it would have been 08 or 09 yeah. or 10 or I don't know. The, the worst thing he had done from that point, right, being an 18 year old who went directly to the NBA and was the number one pick in Harold the King. Right. Up to the decision, the worst thing he had done was that decision. Like, yes. that was the worst press he Correct. got about anything. And, and, like, you were right. He gave, like, $2 million or something to the Boys and Girls Club just for holding that. Right. And they were ripping him, saying he's a horrible person. Right. I mean, that's pretty bad standards if that's the thing that we're... Well, and people find, you know, when you're the best at what you do, people nitpick and figure out ways to tear you down. But, you know, where I was going with this is when you look at LeBron... Every team that he's left, as soon as he left the team, was absolute trash, garbage, yeah. horrible, last place in the division, in the conference, whatever, whatever. And immediately, the team he goes to 
is significant winning, winning championships, et cetera. He did it to Cleveland twice on both sides. Yeah. Not only did they get better, but they were they were just terrible when he left. Brady and Belichick were paired for 20 years together, so it was hard to tell who is, is it Brady, is it Belichick? Well, I mean, the Patriots were the exact same team that they were last year. Didn't have a winning record. The Bucks were, for all intents and purposes, the exact same team in Ad Brady. They um, added some pieces. I mean, the Gronk piece, Leonard Fournette, LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, like, well, M- McCoy didn't even play. I mean, see, Shaq me, Barrett, I don't think, was on the team. Well, these are all drafts, though. Like, they've been drafting, right? Well, Shaq Barrett wasn't a draft pick. He was a free agent pickup. Yeah, I guess he was a free agent. But I, I agree, though. It, it's, it's, it is mind-boggling to think about that one player could make that big of a difference. Like, especially on a team sport like football, where he just came from the Patriots, that one person will not make the team, and you're told that. Right. But, like, clearly one person can make the team. Like, in basketball, we all know that. Sure. You have LeBron, you're going to go to the NBA championship. Well, there's only much five every on the year. court, and you're playing yeah. offense and defense. I mean, you're constantly on the field. Yes. Or on the court, not field. Correct. But, like, an NFL... I think the expression that in college you can even say you have one player you're going to be better than other people but like the NFL it's never been about one player but I mean Brady I think it's just a mindset and you come in and you set certain standards and you can do that as a quarterback um, you, you elevate know, everybody yeah you know I don't know if you can do it as a running back or a receiver or whatever but as a quarterback you can it's presence man I don't know, he's coming in, ripping tequila, just walking around, throwing trophies everywhere. Do you think we're giving him enough credit no. for everything that he's done? No, not now. I think it's because you're so in the moment and because just how media is, social media, et cetera. I mean, I, people don't fully appreciate You never really appreciate it when you're in the middle of something. When it's over, you will. Um, but I think people should really reflect on what he's doing. And not even just seven Super Bowls and 10 appearances, but that he's doing it at 43? Yeah, 43. I mean, that's unheard of. He won an MVP at 40. It's unreal. I I don't know. Cheers to him. Cheers to him, because I'm falling apart, and I'm younger than Brady, and he's out there winning Super Bowls. But, you know, he's he's got his methods out there. He's got the TB12 method, TB12 book that we could all go ahead and do. We could. Yeah, we could. I think one of the principles there is he drinks half of his body weight in water. Well, ounces. So like so a 200-pound person, right? Right. Um if he was 200 pounds, whatever he is, he would drink 100 ounces of water each day. But is that difficult? I'm just saying that's how he keeps up so looks so young and healthy. Well, that seems simple. You got to drink half your body weight in ounces of water. Does beer day. count? Beer's mostly water. I don't. I mean, probably maybe tequila. I mean, I guess he's doing it in tequila. I, I'm so proud of him. I'm so happy for him. I don't know. It's <laughs> you just, just want to give him a hug. I do. It's wrap so your around it, his neck. It, it does make me. I mean, how does that not make you like somebody more when they're out there just, I mean, living their best life, like really, truly enjoying it? But the, it, it is because it's such hard work, though, right? 
for like, a long time. He he legit in the season. I mean, they're psychos. They don't go out. They don't do anything. No days off. Like no. I mean, because okay, so you think about it's seventeen weeks yep. during the regular season, um, and then four week postseason. Yeah. Right. So twenty, and then you know your preseason. I mean, there's it's legitimately, you know, half of the year probably that he does not take off a day. Now, granted, I would argue that's the the payoff's probably worth it. Yeah. But still, my my point being. But have you ever worked on something for twenty straight weeks? No. That hard. No. Right, and then achieved it. Right. (laughs) And when you achieve it, you got like you get. A week or two weeks to celebrate, and then it's like, all right, let's go back and right. try to do it again. Right. So that one, that's couple weeks. You're gonna go. Just get down, man. Good for you, Brady. I'm proud of you. Gronk's teaching him a lesson or two. Yeah. You know, I like it. He's in Tampa now. You know, you're you're in Florida, laid back. It's warm weather. You're out on boats. Live it up, man. Yolo. I know. I know. So. Speaking of other quarterbacks, right? Um, a lot of quarterback changes going on right now. Yeah. All right. So we got the goat, Tom Brady. Right. Happy quarterback, living his best life. Let's talk about some unhappy quarterbacks. Let's. Right. So we got first thing that happened: Matt Stafford traded. Yeah. Right. Unhappy in Detroit. I don't know if he was or not, but he's going to the Rams. They straight up traded him for Jared Goff. Yeah. Do you see the Rams as Super Bowl contender now with um, Matt Stafford? Sean McVay, yes, Stafford. Because, yeah, because I think they were a legitimate Super Bowl contender this year. Um, and, you know, golf was hurt in the postseason, but it was almost like they were a Super Bowl contender in spite of them. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Stafford's a hell of a quarterback. And you put somebody – they have phenomenal receivers. They've got a great running game. I mean, the offense will be phenomenal. And they had a solid defense this year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. Yeah. Um, the other unhappy one, there's so the real unhappy ones that I've heard about is Carson Wentz wants to be traded. Right. From Philly, you got Russell Wilson saying he wants a better offensive line. He wants the Seahawks to spend, much, which you don't really hear him say much. Right. About that, but he's tired of getting beat up. Yeah. Um, and then Deshaun Watson. Just straight up wants a trade. Deshaun, it is weird. You don't, I don't feel like in football, you ever really saw much of this. Every now and then you'd get the diva receivers or cornerbacks mm-hmm. that would do it, you know. But not quarterbacks yeah. ever. And to see so many, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty bizarre shift. I, I'm okay with it. You have a limited amount. I mean, Tom Brady's the exception. But you get 10 to 12 years of good football, you know? Aaron Rodgers, unhappy, right? When he lost the game to Tom Brady, saying that he doesn't know if he'll be back, you know, the whole team needs to be evaluated. And he just won MVP, like, 10 years after his first one or second one. Yeah. And I, you know, I really do, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, I don't think people truly appreciate the environment that people are working or living in. Because, you know, I the easy out, the easy argument is, oh, you know, they make, you know, $40 million a year. They shouldn't be complaining. Like, you signed a contract, play it out, et cetera, et cetera. Well, okay, yeah, I mean, I get it. 
But what if you are living in freaking Green Bay, Wisconsin? Your team doesn't spend any money around you to make it a better team. You, you hate living there. You may not. So, yeah, you want out. I get it. Same thing with Houston. Houston isn't some, like, thriving city that people are flocking to because it's some awesome place to live. But they, they traded. I mean, one of the things is they traded their best player to another team before the start of the season, the best Correct. receiver. Correct. And, Probably. and then they fired their coach. Right. And then they're getting rid of everybody, and the quarterback's kind of saying, "If you want me to win, I need, <laughs> right. I need people around me." It's, I think you relate that to your job that you go to every day at work. Yeah. Like if you are in a work environment that is brutal, that you can't succeed in, it's hard to get your job done, hard to do it well, and you don't like where you're living. Would you? Yeah. I mean, you'd start looking for other jobs, right? Yeah, and it, it kind of reminds me of, like, college and some of the head coaches. I don't want, you know, Urban Meyer or Nick Saban or all of them. They always talk about it's a it's an entire program, an organization that fields winning championships. Right. Or winning teams, right? Yeah. And I think you can tell when a quarterback is demanding that stuff, I think it's really more of a shot at the front office of saying – you don't have a winning attitude. Correct. Right? Like, the Bucks, when they got Brady, obviously they are like, all right, we got Brady, but they didn't stop there. They're like, we need to get better people around them. Right. Right? And they opened up the checkbooks. Right. And said, let's go, let's go, let's go. The Texans are doing, like, the opposite. <laughs> like, Correct. we've got prime years. Oh, let's just get rid of everybody. Or Green Bay, right? We've got a great QB. We don't need anybody else. Like, you make everybody better. Right. It's like, Yes, he's going to elevate people around him, but they still need to spend money and have the right people. I agree. I, you know, and I almost feel like it speaks more to the quarterback, the fact that they understand, you know, they're not just playing for the contract yeah. and playing for the money. Like, you, know, it, you could probably easily say, whatever, man, I'm making 30 mil a year. I'll just play out my contract, live it up. No big deal. But no, they want to go to a winning culture. I don't. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with demanding a a better culture than what you're in? I, yeah. Would you rather have the quarterback that just never speaks up and says, "I don't care, I'm right. getting paid my thirty million"? Do you rather have the quarterback that says, "You're not doing your part, I'm doing my part"? Right. I, listen, Deshaun, I got your back, man. So, here's a conspiracy theory. The Cowboys came out with a um, a video talking about their next season and had like a promo, all these people. And who was it in there? Dak Prescott. Right. And they said, oh, that was just, we forgot him. We're so sorry. Do you right. really believe that? Are they trying to push Dak out? Get a quarterback in the draft? I don't know. If you're the Cowboys, though, and you have all of these disgruntled quarterbacks that are ready to leave. I mean, wouldn't you make a call to the Texans and say, listen, we've got some picks. The Sean Sean for Dak. Would you do that? Trade? Yes. Okay. You know, what's easier. Make a list of teams that you wouldn't make a trade for Deshaun for. It would be extremely short. What? 
I mean, really? You I would. See, you won your Super Bowl. Brady's going to play, you know, if he keeps doing Brady things, two, three more years. Deshaun's so, got 12 years of Yes, there's, there's probably a, a, a huge list of people, right? So the top quarterbacks in the game right now, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. I think... Right? It, like it, Mahomes, you're not going to trade him up. Mahomes is probably the only one that wouldn't be worth even having that discussion. I don't know if there's any other team that I wouldn't at least consider it. Because if you're Green Bay, you're like, well, Rodgers is a wild card, you know? He is older. We'd at least listen to it, right? Yeah. I don't know, man. I Yeah, if you're Dallas, you make that trade in a heartbeat. Man, that's a good that's a good point. Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, would you tr- You know, I think Russell Wilson you'd you'd keep. You pay him a lot of money. Yeah, that that would be a hard one to Yeah. Um What about Ben? Big Ben. <laughs> oh, Ben. He he's I don't know. He has one foot out the door. What about this one's interesting. Josh Allen with the Bills. He played year. well, had a good year. Yeah, I don't. So I need to. So one good year doesn't solidify you as a, like a powerhouse quarterback and a top tier quarterback. I hope he's great for a long time. I like Josh Allen. I like the Bills. I like everything about what they did. I just need it to be sustained for a little longer than. Or Joe Burrow. Again, okay. So you you're you telling hurt. me you wouldn't trade Deshaun Watson for Joe Burrow? See, I, I would say I'd have a more difficult time not trading Justin Herbert for Deshaun Watson. I'd take Herbert over Burrow right now. Really? Yes. After what he did this year? Absolutely. Would you trade Deshaun for Lamar? Yes. Absolutely. I don't, in my opinion, I'm going to give Lamar two more years. The running quarterback stick is not going to... When you're a run-first quarterback, that does not last long. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, I mean, it's interesting. All the, all the unhappy quarterbacks. So, it'll it be is. a good offseason to figure out what's, what's going to happen next. I heard something on the radio this week that said there's a chance that 18 teams have a new quarterback next year. That many? 18. 18 is a lot. That is more than half. <laughs> In case you were wondering. That does seem like a lot. No, I don't know if that's true. That seems like way too many to me. But the point being, a lot of moves could be made this year, which is just crazy to me. Wow. I do like, I will say, I really like the fact that the offseason for football has become entertaining. Between the draft, free agency, trades, etc., it gives football kind of that year-round feel yeah. that we did not have, you know, more than a couple of years ago. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole sports stuff's becoming year-round a lot more yeah. than we think. So that's it's always fun to watch. Yep. So, all right, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how the NFL this offseason go. We'll make for great uh, content. Yes, it will. All right, we're back. That song, Kyle, makes me kind of remind me of like being on a beach somewhere. 
Yeah. With a Corona. Yeah. With Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> like those Snoop Dogg Corona commercials? Right. They're great commercials. Yeah. I mean, Snoop Dogg, who, who doesn't love Snoop? Snoop's the man. He just kind of, when he needs money, he just shoots a commercial, maybe makes a movie cameo. His agent has to have the best job ever. Like, Snoop, yeah. you need some money? Let me make a call. Yeah. Done. You're in. He's great in everything. Yeah, I mean, he's probably buying cars for his kids or whatever. He's like, hey, you want a new car? All right, fine. Hey, I need a commercial. Does his son a couple of that. play football at USC? I thought he did. Or Oregon. I thought it was Oregon. Maybe it's Oregon. I would go to Oregon over USC. Would you? Yeah. Why? Have you seen their facilities? Okay, besides the facilities. I mean, you like live in the facilities as a college, you know, football player. Have you been to USC? I I know it's not in the greatest of places. Oof, it's in a bad part of LA. It's rough stuff, man. Now UCLA, sign me up all day, every day. Go play for Chip Kelly. Whew, I'm not gonna say anything that'll get me in trouble, but as a male. UCLA is a great place to go. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Fair enough. Well, you know, speaking of California, Pebble Beach yeah. is in California. And it's golf time, Kyle. It is golf time. The Waste Management Open just happened. The yep. start of golf season. That's the beginning of golf season for me, for most people. Yeah. Um, your boy Brooks. Brooks won it. Man, did you watch it? I, I did watch uh, um, a little bit of it towards the end. I saw, you know, Jordan Spieth had a good round Saturday, had a 61. Thought he was yeah. going to go away with it. I saw Jordan put it in the water on a par five off the drive and still make par. Yeah. I mean, he almost had, he had a good shot at birdie. Yeah, old Spieth. He's, I, I hope that's a sign of things to come. I hope he's coming back, but... I don't know, man. He just can't put it together. No. And Brooks had a eagle on... Um... Eagle chip in. And it, I was so mad. They obviously showed the replay, but it was during a commercial break. Yeah, I know. So it kind of like... I don't know. It was a weird flow. It was, they came back from a commercial, and it's like, oh, hey, by the way, Brooks is in the lead. What the heck? Bad, bad coverage. But man, is Brooks not... He's a killer, man. He, speaking of people I like, you know, Tom Brady's at an all-time high for me right now. Brooks just, God. We're not putting Brooks in the Tom Brady category. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying, speaking if of anything, people. If anything, Tiger I, is in that category, and you know that. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady isn't in the Tiger category. That Let's not, come on. We're not animals, one. I mean, it's pretty close, though, right, for football. For football, yeah, he is the he is the football equivalent of Tiger, but he's not the scandals. You never know. We still have a long time. I don't know. Yeah. No, I. But I mean, he just he's a killer, dude. He just he doesn't care unless it is a big tournament and he's got a chance to win, and then it's game over. Yeah. God. Love it. He, what, he missed like three cuts in a row or something? Comes out and just lets it rip. Openly says that he doesn't practice. Yeah. It's a good field. Because if you see me on TV, that's me practicing. Right. It's great. 
I just that it's such a good mentality. It's great because it works, but <laughs> there's there's it sends a bad message to the kids, Kyle. Come on. Does it though? Because I kind of like it. It's kind of like a yeah. I'm gonna live my life. I'm gonna enjoy it. But if it doesn't work out, for me, luckily enough, I'm so good and gifted that it works out. But for 98% of you guys, it's not gonna work out. I don't think that's what he's saying. I think that's what he's saying. <laughs> I don't think that's it. And it's only awesome because it's only awesome if you don't practice hard, practice a lot, and are awesome. Yeah. No, I agree, because otherwise you're just a golfer. You just Like suck. us. <laughs> you're just out at the Muni course, yeah. you know, letting it rip. I, man, I don't right. know. Isn't I, it great beating your friends when you don't practice a lot and shooting with some of the great <laughs> scores? It is great. It is great. <laughs> I maybe that's actually why I like Brooke. That's that's why you that's why you guys had a heart to heart about you know the Sunday and and the the championship round because you don't care for most of the rounds. You don't practice. You just show up. Drink but then when it matters, and, yeah. But then when it matters, you go up there. You turn it on. You're a killer. He's my spirit animal. Yeah. That Brooks. There we go. Ah, it all makes sense. Tiger's now. a killer at all times. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, he doesn't oh, yeah. know how to turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, speaking of Tiger, I, I've got to ask, because he had another back surgery. Yeah, he did. That was, like, November or something? November, December? Um. Yeah, somewhere around there, be- before the end of the year. Yeah. Um. So, he is missing tournaments. Mm-hmm. He has not said yet if he's going to play in the Masters. Um, what are your thoughts? Is this like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. You know, I've really kind of buried that, that deep down. I need to know. Haven't really thought. Let it out. Now's the place. Let's, I'll get to that. But first let's talk about the schedule of what's ahead so I can think about Tiger and how he fits into it. Okay. All right. So, cause it really gets, it's picking up right now. So we just had the waste management open. Well, hold on, hold on. We, not just the waste management, we had the farmers too. Yes, with your boy Patrick Reed one. Do we need to go into that for a second, or should we do it after the schedule? No, you you can go into it. Okay, we know what happened there, right? So I'll I, they, uh, uh, quick recap. No, and and please recap more because I was I think I don't remember where I was that weekend, and I did not get a chance to really watch it and and really <clears throat> dissect everything that happened. Okay, so... Because there's blaming between him and Rory, all this, so... Really brief recap of what happened. So, Patrick Reed hits a shot, left of the green. The rough, as they are in a lot of tournaments, really thick, right? So, the ball bounces once and then goes into the rough. Well, it had rained a bunch the day before, so they were playing, I think, lift clean in place anyway, but there was a lot of embedded balls, if your ball is truly embedded, meaning it broke the surface of the ground, is embedded, you can, and you're not in a hazard, mm-hmm. you can lift it up, drop, you know, move on, play on. Well, what he did was he went over, he asked the official there, did the ball bounce? They said no. This is a marshal. Yep. So they're volunteers, yep. right? They're not, you know, PGA Tour officials. Said no, I don't think so. Well, he goes and picks up his ball, which clearly was not embedded. It's just in the rough. 
and then you know takes a drop, gets a better lie, hits a good, gets up and down from where he is. The problem is there is an official on every hole. So then he calls over the official after he does that and says, hey, I did X, Y, and Z. Okay, technically, legally, he did not break a rule. The big issue with Patrick Reed, we, we have a lot of cheating scandals and issues with him, number one. Yep. So you know the cameras He's got are a on reputation him. already. You already have a reputation. Instead of picking up the ball and moving it, just wait for the official to come over and look at it and make sure it's embedded. I that's all you wait 30 more seconds. You know, the he could have pressed on the you know, there's things it looks like Patrick Reed's pressed on the ground because the official comes over to feel if the ball was actually embedded. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what he's he, the ball's not there. He doesn't know what he's feeling for. It was uber sketchy. I think it's crap. I think he's a cheater. It drove me so insane that he won that tournament. I can't stand him. He's the worst. Yeah, and I think for him it's probably more of a reputation, right? Like if you didn't have the, if this was the first time, maybe some people will give you a pass, whatever. But when you've already been caught with the bunker situation that he had and other stuff, right? It's he's not doing any himself any favors. No. So, no. Yes. Sorry, I had to get. But that he off did. My he did play phenomenal. Besides that. Yeah, because he's cheating. Hey, he's won the Masters before. He could win. He was cheating. Yeah. All right, so you had those. This coming weekend, Valentine's weekend, AT&T Pebble, Pro, um, Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Then you got the Genesis Invitational at Riviera. Mm-hmm. That's one that Tiger usually plays in. Historically, so we'll yeah. Who knows if he's going to play. Then you got you go to Puerto Rico Open, or most a lot of other people also will play at the Concession in Bradenton. So, for the World Golf Championships. Yes, yeah, so they, you know, they moved it from Doral because yep. it was at Trump's course and moved it to Mexico City for a couple of years. Well, now it's at Concession, which I've actually played probably three times yep. at an LPGA Prime. It is a brutal course, by the way. So I'm really excited to see um, the, the, the pros out there, the, the tournament there, and see how they do. The defending champion is Patrick Reed, by the way, for the the. World Golf Championship. Of course he is. Um, and after that, we're, we're into March, Kyle, and we're into... Florida Swing. Arnold Palmer, the Bay Hill. Hmm. We're at TPC, Honda Classic, Palm Beach Gardens. Right. Then you got the World Golf Championship and in Austin. Right. That's the match play. That's the match play. Then you got the Valero Texas Open. In San Antonio. And then, right. Kyle, and then the best weekend in all the sports. Best Masters. weekend of the year. Masters weekend. So let's take a little pause there. If Tiger is going to play the Masters, he's going to have to play either TPC, Bay Hill, one of those. Minimum. I would think he would play Bay Hill um, if he's going to play any of them. T- you know, it's funny. He's won TPC twice. But historically, he actually doesn't play that well there. Um, it's not a great course for him. He's won yeah. at Bay Hills seven, eight times. Eight times. Um, obviously, used to live there, familiar with the, I, That to me would make more sense. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I would think if he was healthy, he'd be playing Riviera. He would do 
Bay Hill, TPC, maybe take a weekend off, and then go straight to the Masters. I don't know if he's going to play that much, though. Yeah, I know. That's why I think maybe he, he might just do, like, the Honda. Palm Beach? Yeah, I, yeah, and I, I forgot about the Honda. I mean, that that would make the, the most PGA sense. PGA National. Yeah. Maybe you know, just, maybe he would do, uh, if you're Tiger's, you know, advice coach, Right. Concierge. Right. I would maybe do, say, do Bay Hill, take the TPC off, and then go to PGA National. Yeah. So he can just drive from his house to PGA National. Yeah. Play that, get tuned up. Yep, exactly. I like it. Um, Come on, Tiger. Hire us. Then in April, you know, basically you got that. Innisbrook is at the end of April this year. Yeah. Florida. Copperhead. And in May, you're back into Fire Nelson, Coil Hollow, Wells Fargo, PGA Championship at Keela. I know. Ocean Course. I know. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. That'll be great. Um, then you, you swing into June, and you got the U.S. Open in San Diego. Do you think it's still going to happen in at, San Diego? At Old Tory? Yeah. Why not? That time of year, be later in the year. Yeah. Summer, sure. No fans, but yeah, they'll be there. Yeah, and then July, you got the the Open Championship. Do you know where that's gonna be? I don't. Where is it this year? Royal St George. Ah, okay. Sandwich Kent, England. Old Sandwich Kent. <laughs> yep. And then guess what, Kyle? After that, July. So you got the Open Championship. Olympics. Oh, I forgot. The Olympics well, this year. Are they going to happen? Are they going to do it? Japan. I know, but I mean, are they actually going to have the Olympics? I don't know. I forgot the Olympics were this year. Yeah, that would be the end of, end of July. Do we have Olympics and Ryder Cup? Yes. Oh, man. So you go the Open Championship, week off, the Olympics, then you're starting into the FedEx Championship. No, not the FedEx. Yeah, FedEx Championship and then the Tour Championship in September, Labor Day, followed by Ryder Cup at the end of September. Wow. At Whistling Straits. Yeah. This is a good year for golf. Great year for golf. Good good courses in the majors. Good events. Man. I'm fired up. This is insane. I mean, we just, I, I guess I never... I mean, I knew all of this was... I just didn't put two and two together. That's, I mean, uh, that's what I'm saying. March... When March gets here and Bay Hill starts, you're talking Bay Hill, Masters, and after the Masters, it's all downhill. Because yeah. you've got a major each month, right? April, May, June, July. Right. Then you double up with the Olympics, Tour Championship. Oh, man. That's great. Um, Ryder Cup, and then Ryder Cup will take you straight into football season, Kyle. And that's the thing. You, you get such, you know, sports in the summer just aren't great. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know, but golf is the saving grace. And, man, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Let's get there. So, we have some time to talk about it. But, right now for the Masters, Dustin Johnson or the field? The field. The field. Hmm. 
attempted not to take DJ. Because if he turns it on... I would... Well, we all know who I really want to see win. That's not a secret. But... Tiger if, Woods. Yeah, if Tiger doesn't win, I mean, I I wouldn't mind seeing DJ win again, especially after having it so late in the year last year. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Although, remember, when we watched DJ in November win, it's just so boring because he just well, destroyed he everybody. Well, he destroyed everybody. There's no way that happens again. There's no way he does that again. Yeah. I just, I can't. The only person that I want to watch destroy other golfers is Tiger Woods. I would agree with that. If there's any gonna be, if there's gonna be a blowout on a Sunday, I want it to be Tiger Woods, and yeah. I will watch every single shot that he takes and just be ecstatic. Yeah. Well, and I think the Masters is actually having some people, correct? Yep. In the crowd. So this, I hear. I had this theory at the end of last year when we were talking about the golf year. All these young guys doing so well. Yep. But my theory was because nobody was there to watch them, it was easier to like for them to compete. But now with people watching, you know, the murmurings in the crowd, clapping and whatnot, mm-hmm. will that affect a bunch of these younger guys? The Morikawas, the Scotty Shufflers, the, you know, all Matt Wolf. Matt Wolf, all these guys. And will these veterans have a start to come out and have a better year? Um, I think so. I think Brooks might take down the Masters. Ooh. Man, if he did. A Brooks-DJ final. Uh... Brooks, if you win the Masters, we're going to call Tom Brady, and we're going to take you both out on a boat in Tampa to celebrate with the green jacket and the Lombardi trophy. We'll go to Burns. We'll go to Bur- We might boat. have to go to Burns the day before the following day because we can't party on a boat all day and go into Burns. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tom Brady... Can defy anything. That's true. I guess if you have Tom Brady and Brooks Kepka with you, you can probably do whatever you want. Yeah. Tom Brady owns Tampa right now. He can do whatever Tom Brady wants. Yeah. Go get it, Tom. Go get it. Go get it, Tom. All right. So we'll talk more about golf later in the next couple of weeks. But right now, you're taking the field over Dustin Johnson for the Masters. Yeah. If you're giving me the field, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Nice. The moment you've all been waiting for. Lightning round. Lightning round. Let's let it rip, Let it rip. So we had a great weekend of football, obviously, which we've already discussed. But one of the things that flew under the radar, golf was back on. Golf. Golf season's back in, out in Hawaii, Tournament of Champions, even though it really wasn't just champions. They had other qualifiers in there. But actually, a very exciting um, match yesterday that went to a playoff. Harris English ends up beating... Neiman, I'm sure our listeners probably don't care that much, but it was very entertaining, and the course looks just awesome in Hawaii. That leads to my question one. At what point do you start getting fired up for the golf season? What tournament? We've discussed this before, but I just feel like after last year, golf is, I don't know. I get, Waste I, management open. All right. 
that that's usually it. Waste because it's Super Bowl. You know, it's the end of football. Yeah. There with the Super Bowl coming. Yeah. Um, the the crowd is wild. Yep. Waste management open. Yeah. Are you fired up for golf to be back, or are you just waiting for football to be over? You know, I'm kind of fired up for playoff. NFL playoff is one of my favorites. Yeah. Right now, but um, yeah, I. I the Masters is almost here, man. Well, I wouldn't be say here almost no, here. It'll be here in no time. It is great that we just finished one and have another. I am pretty excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Just let me know when Tiger starts playing again. Nah, he'll be back for... Uh, he'll probably play in San Diego, right? Farmers? Oh, my God. Golf is starting. Wait, now I'm... Hold on. Let me think about the schedule coming up. I mean... If it's like a normal. You got Bay Hill coming up in March? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, are they moving up the uh, TPC's players? TPC's in March? Yeah. Is that a permanent thing for now? Yes. So you got Bay Hill, TPC in March, then you go into the Masters? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Farmers is in January. Uh, so you got Farmers in January, you got in a couple weeks for the Super Bowl, you'll have the waste right. management, then yeah. it goes right into... The Florida uh, Swing. Oh man, this is gonna be fantastic! All right, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm fired. I'm jacked up, man. The Innisbrook, I Let's guess. Let's go. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I love it. All right. So in a different sport, basketball started. NBA basketball. Yes. Have you yes, watched any of it? Uh, not really. No. Watching the Orlando Magic. They've gotten off to a pretty good start. Six and four. I don't know how they're playing tonight. They were six and four. Um, I'm following it. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily watching it. Is that okay. a fair? Do you, does yeah. that make sense? So since you're following it, you know, who do you like so far? Do you think uh, it's LeBron? Are you taking simple as this? LeBron or the field? LeBron. Really? To win the championship? Yeah, LeBron. No, no, I'm not saying MVP. I'm saying to win no, the NBA Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The title. championship. LeBron. Wow. Until you can... Until somebody stops them... Uh, I don't know. Well, they're Anthony only going to... They're, they're not... Too. Their team hasn't gotten worse. So... A, a team needs to figure it out between now and the finals. I'll take LeBron. Okay. Fair enough. Who do you have? LeBron on the field. Championship. I'll do. I mean, is there anybody any contenders in the field? I do like that Russell Westbrook is playing with um, Bradley Beal and with the Wizards. Yeah, but they're not good. No, Bradley Beal scored sixty five points. points and lost. Yeah, yeah, he's a stud, man. I wish I feel bad for him. He is. They're wasting his talent in Washington. They, if they put him on a decent team, God, they'd be good. No, really, I, I don't think there's anybody in the West that's going to be the Lakers. It's going to have to come out of the East. If Brooklyn can figure it out with Kyrie and uh, Durant, you know, maybe the 76ers, I, I don't know. I'm sure there'll be a big trade in a month yeah, or so. Yeah, Brooklyn could could figure it out. Yeah, in a long way to go. I'm still taking LeBron, though. Yeah, it's hard not to. LeBron. LeBron it is. Um, all right, so I'm going to stick with golf just because a lot happened this weekend. Okay. And I'm going to go against our uh, number one rule. And it is it is a sports question, but it's kind of not. Um, on Saturday, I think it was, 
microphones picked up Justin Thomas yelling at himself after missing a putt. He called himself a homophobic slur. Simple question to you. Has America become... Nah, I, I don't want to say America. That's not fair. But just are critics becoming too soft? He didn't call anybody else this homophobic slur. He called himself it. Right. There's no there's no fans around. No fans. No and fans. If most people who play sports know that. I don't want to say they've been called worse, but yes, <laughs> there's there's a certain level of profanity or words language language yeah um, out there. I don't so to me as being somebody who and I did not play sports more than high school after high school but just being around I'm like that's it's no news right like yeah. that kind of thing is why are we even right talking about it do I think we've gotten sensitive probably but I also wonder if it's just the people who are sensitive now just talk a lot more and we just hear them more. Yeah. And I'm sure that's probably it. I just, if he'd have said he's an F and a, you know, it'd be a non-issue, you know? Yeah. I, but anyway, it's not here than there. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. We got one, we got time for one more cow and I don't, I don't have one off the top of my head right now. So I'm going to do a little, research here for you but, but and while you're doing research can we also we we are three minutes left in the second quarter of the championship game can we appreciate the fact that Devonte smith has uh he already set the record for most receptions in a championship game already he has 11 it's we we we're not even through the first half, and he has set the SEC record for most touchdown catches in a year. 173 yards, two TDs. 173 yards and two TDs. We are not even to halftime yet. People, I, he's having an insane year. And keep in mind, this is we're, we're talking about solely SEC play. You know, with the SEC championship, SEC schedule, and now playoffs. What he is doing is unreal. That's pretty impressive. And what's so funny is Waddle was supposed to be the guy yeah. this year. He went down hurt. That was the best thing that ever happened to him, man. Not Waddle, yeah. but Devontae, obviously. You know, I will say, um, I don't know if it's rapid fire or not, but the Atlanta does have a pretty high pick. And how would you feel? This is my question to you. Mm-hmm. Atlanta drafts Justin Fields as a quarterback. I don't buy Justin Fields in the pros. I I don't I haven't seen enough out of him. He's not consistent enough for me. I don't think he's an NFL caliber successful starting quarterback. I'm not saying he's not going to play in the pros and make a lot of money. You know, even backup quarterbacks make a lot of money, but a top 10 quarterback in the league, I don't think he's that. Trevor Lawrence, sign me up. Really? Yeah. Do you think Justin, who would have a better career in the pros, Justin Fields or Kyle Trask? See, that, oof. 
I, oh man, probably Justin Fields. I don't know if Trask, I, I think Trask got exposed at the end of the year. Not exposed. I, I He's going to make a lot of money. He's going to be a backup quarterback for 10 years and make $50 million. Maybe not $50 million, but you know, you get my point. He'll be a Jeff Driscoll kind of thing. Yeah, he'll start a couple games when the starting quarterback gets hurt. He'll he'll make some money. Um, Justin Fields, I think, has the potential to be a good quarterback. So this is, comes back to the um, conversation we had in the last podcast of would you rather be like the star, the number one guy, like a <clears throat> Jameis Winston, or just be a steady backup your, your whole life? And I think that, that that's what it has, the opportunity, right? Justin Fields may be the guy, but like two years later, he might just be gone from the league. Yeah. Where I think Kyle Trask is probably going to have a steady job if he wants it, you know, just as backup quarterback yeah so i think kyle trask we know what he is he's a pocket passer that will always have a place in the league he he can always have a roster spot you know as long as he works hard and you know doesn't screw up or make any bad decisions he'll always have a spot in the league the thing with these you know quote unquote mobile quarterbacks that aren't you know true pocket passers is their ceiling is super high he has the potential with the right staff, the right team, et cetera, to do great things. But if it doesn't go right, I mean, you see it time and time again. I mean, he can burn out real quickly. So I feel like Kyle Trask is more of a given. Ceiling's higher with Justin Fields, though. Okay, fair enough. All right, so um, with that, Kyle, I think let's uh, let's give it back to the fans. Let's hope they have a good uh, time. Till next time. Till next time.